adventure. It's an all-over, all-out adventure this will be. If you're completely new to Feldenkrais, I'll say that these four classes have maybe been, I don't know, slightly on the adventurous, challenging side, some of them. Sometimes we do really just lie there and feel our eyes for an hour or something like that. But we've been a bit more active the last several weeks, and tonight we'll continue with that. So um, should be fun. Should be fun. Okay, lie on your backs. Feel how you're lying on the floor. What your relationship with the floor is like? It's a very abstract question, isn't it? Do you feel the floor supports you or... Do you feel it interferes with you? How are you resting on the floor? More concretely, how do your legs rest? What makes contact? What are the spaces? How does your whole torso rest? What's the space behind your back like? How do your arms rest? And your head. And lengthen both of your arms towards the ceiling. And begin to, palms facing one another, wrists, fingers, only what they need to be and no more. So straight towards the ceiling. Yeah. Your palms facing one another, the palms of your hand facing one another, but apart, shoulder width apart, yep. And just lengthen your right arm towards the ceiling, see how far it lengthens, lengthen your left arm, do one and then the other, sorry, lengthen your right arm, bring it down, lengthen your left arm, bring it down. Is this familiar from a few weeks ago? Feel how your shoulders lift to lengthen your arm. Does anything else happen? Your chest turn? Does your head get into the action? You won't need your glasses, you can take them off. Does your pelvis know your arms are lengthening? Does anything happen across the core view between your chest and your pelvis? Your legs? Do your legs do anything? Leave that. Bring your arms down. And lift just your right arm towards the ceiling and begin to lengthen your right arm towards the ceiling and recall several weeks ago the idea of lengthening your right arm towards the ceiling to roll to your left side. So if you remember several weeks ago, maybe it was the first class, You lengthen your right arm, lengthen it. 
So when you come to your side, your right hand is still towards the ceiling. Feel when your pelvis starts to roll. Yeah, actually turn to lie near the left side. Let your arm lead that. And how do your knees bend and when do your knees bend? What order do your knees bend in? And how do they end up once you're lying on your side? You're just reaching your arm towards the ceiling. So lengthening, lengthening towards the ceiling, but you turn to your side. So your arm stays vertical to the floor. If you were a ragdoll skeleton, you would come to your side and your right knee would be bent and lying on the floor behind your left knee. That's just what your skeleton would do. That's the shape of the joints. That's where gravity would take you. So keep on doing this, but listen for that. Listen for what you're doing with your legs. It interferes in this easy bending and rearrangement of your legs. bottom leg would bend up more than your top leg. Your left leg bends up as you roll to your side. Your right foot bends back. Your left foot, sorry, your left foot bends back. Your top foot just bends back easily. And leave that and lie on your back and take a rest. Stress for a moment. And then lift your left arm towards the ceiling. And just begin to lengthen your left arm. Lengthen. And listen, what already happens between your legs? What already happens in your hip joints? As you lengthen your arm and the weight starts to shift across your back towards your right shoulder, towards your right side, your pelvis starts to roll. How can your hip joints let that happen? Your legs take part in that happening. And again, if somebody came along and just pulled you up by the hand and you were a rag doll, you did nothing. Now your left leg would come to rest on the floor behind your right. Your left knee would come to rest on the floor behind your right knee. So your right knee would bend up further, your bottom knee. 
course, it's not so easy to organize ourselves to roll onto our sides like a rag doll because we have to make effort somewhere. And where we make effort might cause our legs to come out in a different way. So just play with this idea. Think of this idea that as you roll to your side, the natural resting place of your knees be with your right knee bent up a little towards your stomach, your left foot bent backwards, left knee on the floor behind your right knee. Okay, and leave that line your back. Does that sound annoying you? Lift your right arm towards the ceiling. Lengthen your right hand until you roll to your left side. Now we're going to stay on our left side. Stay on your left side when you get there. Bring your right hand down so palm rests on the floor somewhere in front of your chest. And see how far you can get towards resting comfortably in a position where you're Left knee's a little bit bent up. Actually, bend your left knee up quite close to your stomach as far as it goes comfortably. And your right knee on the floor right behind your left knee, right in the crook of your left knee. So it's your right knee right in the fold of your left knee. And as close as possible to resting on the floor there so that both knees, the inside of one and the outside of the other, are resting on the floor. And just to have your elbow comfortably bent, your palm on the floor somewhere. And now can you press both your knees into the floor and let go of that pressing? Press your knees into the floor sideways, just the way they're lying. Make a little bit heavier on the floor and then let go of that pressing. It's a very small, subtle movement, almost not a movement. Just a little pressure into the floor with your knees and then let go of it you can, can you bend your knee up right in the, right in the fold of yours so your legs are both bent? Yeah. Does that make sense? See, whatever makes sense, the closest thing that makes sense for you. Yeah. Then press both your knees and let go of the pressing. When you press, it's really interesting. Feel how do you organize yourself to make that pressure or this being an equal opportunity Newtonian class. What is the equal and opposite reaction? of the floor to you pressing into the floor. Where do the forces go in your body? Press into the floor. And where do you feel it? Then try the same thing with your feet or the side of your ankles. Press your feet into the floor and let go. Just as they're lying, press your feet and let go. Press and let go. Just do that a number of times. And then again, your knees, press and let go. 
press and let go. And gently can you press the side of your head into the floor and let go. Just slightly increase the pressure of your head on the floor and then let go of that. Feel how you organize yourself to do that. And then your shoulders, can you press your left shoulder lying against the floor, into the floor, and let go. Press and let go. And then your right hand and your left elbow, press and let go. Press and let go. You notice as you press into the floor and get heavier somewhere, you get lighter somewhere else. Probably. Feel where that is. And then your shoulders again, press and let go. Your knees again, press and let go. And then your pelvis, can you press? Let your pelvis get heavier on the floor and then let go. Let your pelvis get heavier and then let go. Now let's try lifting. Can you lift both your feet from the floor? Leave your knees on the floor. Take both your feet from the floor, lighten them on the floor, and then put them down again. So not a big movement, just enough to lighten them on the floor, lift them from the floor, put them down again. Your feet lift and put down. What about your knees? Can you lift them and put them down? How do you organize yourself to do that? Where do you get heavier? Your head, can you lift your head and put it down? Feel where the weight shifts, where you get heavier to get lighter in your head. And then lift your head and then lift your feet, alternate. Once lift your head and put it down, and then lift your feet, put them down. Does your pelvis roll when you lift your feet? Does your pelvis stay still? Does your shoulder move when you lift your head? Does it stay still? Lift your feet, lift your head. then leave those and can you lift your pelvis from the floor? Can you make your pelvis lighter on the floor? Wait, that's a whole new idea. What? 
How could that be? Okay, no problem. We got a whole hour to figure this out. Okay, roll over onto your back, take a rest. Well, maybe there's only 40 minutes left now. 45. Compare how your left side and your right side feel. And then lift your left hand to the ceiling and lengthen your left hand until you come to roll on your right side. With your left knee bent behind, your right knee bent up. And bend up your knees a little closer, so close to your stomach. Place your left hand on the floor in front of your chest somewhere, knee, elbow comfortably bent. So yeah, everybody's got their left knee bent in the crook of their right knee on the floor. Great. And again, push with your feet. Can you increase the pressure of your feet into the floor and then let go? Really bend your knees a little closer to your stomach if you can. Press your feet into the floor and let go. Press your feet and let go. And feel that equal and opposite reaction. Where does the force go back into you? It's like magic. You press into the floor and the floor presses back into you. It's amazing. (coughs) Isaac Newton. It's not any woo-woo stuff. Your feet into the floor and let go. And then your knees. Make your knees heavier into the floor. Let go. And then your pelvis. Make your pelvis heavier and let go. What happens when your pelvis gets heavier? Does the side of your chest against the floor lift? Do your knees lift? What gets lighter to make your pelvis heavier? And then your shoulders. Make your shoulder, your right shoulder against the floor a little heavier. Your shoulder girdle press into the floor. Press and let go. And then your left hand and right elbow. Press and let go. 
It's really interesting. You press in two spots like that. Where, what makes sense of it all in the middle of you? Where does it all connect? Your head very gently press and let go with the right side of your head. back to your knees, press and let go. And then your feet a couple of times, press and let go. Your hand and elbow, press and let go. Back to your pelvis, press and let go. Your head, press and let go. And then lift your head, lift your head and place it down again. And where do you get heavier against the floor? Where do you use the floor to lift your head? Seems like almost a paradox. It's easy to see that you'd be using muscles on the side of you away from the floor to lift your head. But what are you actually doing to use the floor, to press into the floor to lift your head? What happens there? And then leave that and lift your feet. And put them down. Feel where you move into the floor, where your pelvis moves to let you lift your feet. Put them down. Then lift your feet and put them down and then lift your head and put it down. Alternate feet. Do it a couple times with your feet and then a couple of times with your head. And then the moment you've all been waiting for, it's your attempt number two to lift your pelvis. Can your pelvis get lighter on the floor? Can your pelvis just slip away from the floor so that somebody could slip a piece of paper underneath or something? What's going to take your weight? What in your knees? How do your knees take the weight? What can your arm, your shoulder do? How could your pelvis possibly be the first thing to come off the floor? Just think about it. Search. Think aloud, but search, look with your knees, feel with your knees where, how, how can that weight for my pelvis get over top of my knees, come off of the floor? 
When your head's lazy, for once your head stays behind. Crazy stuff. Okay, leave that and come onto your back. Take a rest. And come up now onto your hands and knees. Everybody must already have their knee cushions because there's none left in the box. (laughs) And begin to direct your right knee a little bit back and behind your left knee and towards your left knee so that you can bring the right side of your pelvis to rest on the floor to the right so you can take your pelvis to the floor to the right so you're looking for the direction to take your pelvis to the floor to the right your right knee stays on the floor it doesn't cross over your left knee it just slides to be a little bit back and behind Your pelvis goes to the floor and then you come back up. Play with the position of your hand, the position of your knees. So both legs are bent when you come to sit. The left knee is just on the floor in front of, a little bit above the right knee. Slowly down and come up. So both legs are still bent. It's not a matter of straightening your right knee. Your right knee probably only shifts six or eight inches or something, not that far. And could you continue to do that to actually lie your whole right side on the floor or your right cheek on the floor between your hands or above your hands? And once you got there, could you get back up again? The answer might be no. There, great. Yeah, you can bring your head up first and then come back up. Beautiful.
Try a fan experiment. Oh, it makes a whole different funky sort of sound if I put it on this setting. Experiment with the position of your hands. If your hands come a little closer, right. So if your hand comes a little, if, if your hands come a little closer, and if we. Do some magic refinements. Your arms will work a lot less. He actually says if you have your hands really far away, you'll need the muscles of Hercules to do this. So if that's been your experience to this point, that would be why. To get back up. To get back up with your hands far away. Now try getting back up differently. Try getting back up with your pelvis first. Leave your head behind. Just an idea. Start. It's remarkably similar to a crazy idea I gave you a moment ago, which was lift your pelvis off the floor first while everything stays behind. Hmm? You guys are making great use of the slidey blankets against the floor. I'm noticing that. I'm trying to process in my mind what the effects are in the movement. How different is it if you aren't? Basically, your left knee should pretty well, and your hands should pretty well stay in the same place, like not be sliding all over the place. Yeah. Um, Well, your left knee is pretty well going to stay in the same place on the floor. Your right knee is going to slide a little bit and have your hands pretty well stay in the same place on the floor. So really, it's just your right knee is the variable that's sliding. Everything else, okay. But before you think too much more about that, take a rest. Take a rest. Roll onto your back and take a rest. I said at the beginning, I asked this kind of abstract scan question. I said, uh, what's your, can you feel your relationship with the floor? What's your relationship with the floor like? So you see you're really kind of developing a relationship with the floor in this lesson. It's a pretty concrete idea. It is a relationship.
come up onto your hands and knees again when you're ready. And slide your left knee into that crook behind your right knee. Lower your pelvis to the left. Develop it slowly on this side. Go slowly until you come to lie the left side of your pelvis on the floor. And go down and come up. And as that gets easier, you can start to look towards putting your left cheek on the floor. And then as you start to come back up, you might come back up with your head first. Now when that's feeling easy, you've got the shape of that. Turn the shape around so that your pelvis comes up first. Your knees find a way to take the weight and your pelvis is the first thing off the floor. find it's all about where you transfer the weight through. Nothing is heavy unless you don't find somewhere to transfer the weight. If you can't find somewhere to transfer the weight, then anything can be very heavy. If you find somewhere to transfer the weight, then it's not heavy. To your knees, front side of your chest, your sternum. your arms figure themselves out. And leave that, come onto your back, take a rest.
Lift your right hand towards the ceiling. Lengthen your right hand until you roll to your left side. Let your knees bend up. Bring your right hand onto the floor, somewhere in front of your chest, and you're going to be creative and sensible with your left arm. Wherever your left arm needs to go, it'll figure it out. Bend your knees up. Bend your knees up as far as you comfortably can in front of your belly. Your right knee is on the floor behind your left knee. Press your knees into the floor and let go. Press your head into the floor and let go. Press your pelvis into the floor and let go. Press your feet into the floor and let go. Press your pelvis and let go. And then lift your pelvis. Can you lift your pelvis over your knees with your knees in this position? Just look for it. A little creativity, a little transfer of an idea. You start to lighten your pelvis on the floor. Remember last week, maybe your left arm needs to come underneath you. Make use of all that wonderful ability you have to slide your left arm behind you and reach into your back pocket. Oh, you weren't here last week, but we slid our arms underneath our chest to behind us. (laughs) That's what we did last week. So yeah, your chest can pass over your arm while you try to lift your pelvis. Your arm can pass under your chest. Can make use of that arm in whatever way you can find. Bring your pelvis up, your left arm can pass behind you so that your left hand can stand on the floor like your right hand help you come up. Only if you get up, if you get up, you're going to find that you've got up with your knees crossed, right? Instead of your knees side by side, they're crossed now. Leave that line your back.
Lengthen your left arm to the ceiling. In front of you, roll to your right side. Bend your left leg back and bend your knees up in front of your belly. And begin to think of lifting your pelvis, transferring the weight onto your knees. Where do your arms go? What do your arms do? Begin to think of lifting your pelvis. How can you organize yourself to get the weight of your pelvis up over your knees? Where does your chest have to go? Where does the weight have to go in front? Where do your arms go? And lie on your back. Take a rest. And then come up onto your hands and knees. And now just slide your right knee a little bit into the crook of your left, bring your pelvis to the floor, and then switch and go to the other side. So you're just sitting your pelvis on the floor with your right knee in the crook of your left or just inside it, just behind it. We did this earlier, very easy movement. Don't cross your knees yet, I'll get you to do that next. Just go from side to side very easily, just sliding your right knee a little bit behind your left, and then you can sit to the right, your left knee a little bit behind your right, and sit to your left. So you come to sit to one side and the other with your knees bent up, and top leg just above the bottom leg. How light and easy can it be to go side to side? There's many different options here, actually, which knee can come out on front, isn't there? Now actually do it. Pick up your right knee and cross it behind your left knee so that it's your right knee is on the floor to the left of your left knee. 
the left of and behind your left knee. And then can you take the right side of your pelvis to the floor? Yeah. Now try the left side. Scratch that. Try the left side. <laughs> I did that one too, that variation too this week, but that's not what I'm asking you to do now. Go down to the left side. <laughs> let's let's go back to let's go back to uncross your legs and cross your left leg behind your right leg. And then take your right right pelvis, the right side of your pelvis to the floor. Yeah. That's logical. Yeah, that's logical. And now you're sitting to the right. That's logical. Yeah. And come up. <laughs> and come up. And then as you come up, cross over your, uncross your legs and cross the other leg and go down to the other side. So you go from side to side, crossing your leg and going down. Cross your left leg and go down to your right. Cross your right leg and go down to your left. And then like this, can you go down and continue? Let's choose one direction, going down to the right. So cross your left knee behind, go down to your right. Can you go down to your right and bring your right cheek to the floor, the right side to the floor, so that you come onto your right side? And then can you come up again? So cross your left knee behind your right, go down to the right, bring your cheek to the floor to the right. Lying on your side. Now can you turn around and come back up and how are you going to do that? And the first and probably easiest way to do it is to bring your head up first. So go ahead and do that. This is how we do most things in life. A big effort with our arms and our head. And much less familiar is actually to start the movement with the biggest, strongest, and most powerful start of our part of ourselves, which is the pelvis. So could you come back up pelvis first? Everything quiet. So your pelvis is first and your neck is actually quiet. Your chin is actually quiet. Your shoulder is actually quiet. Hmm. And it's like a little puzzle, actually, because your legs are crossed, and I don't know where, like, which is my left knee, which is my right knee, how do I generate force into the floor, where does this come from, what's the, it's like a little puzzle, play with the puzzle. need to be a little closer, maybe your hands a little closer. Maybe your pelvis has to go in a direction entirely unexpected. 
<laughs> Your own skeleton and gravity will tell you. You can try it on the other side. Maybe the other side will be clearer for you. Notice the quality of your going down. Spend some time on that because if it's heavy to come up, it's because it was a big fall going down. Right? So the more you can work on going down and make it less like falling, the easier it is to come back up. The principle of reversibility in Feldenkrais. Reversible movement is always happy making. Falling out of a window, that's not reversible. Once you've started, there's no coming back. Any other movement you can work on and make it reversible. So go to before the fall and then turn around. And then do the legs uncrossed version. Just you go down on one side without crossing the leg behind, just sliding the leg a little bit below. Okay, did you just do it with your legs crossed without? Back up, side to side. Great, and leave that. Come onto your back and take a rest. Lift both hands to the ceiling and lengthen once your left arm, once your right arm. Compare how long, how far each one will lengthen. 
Feel if you feel your pelvis start to turn. How readily do you feel that connection now to your pelvis, to your knees? leave that. Stretch out your arms. And feel what your relationship with the floor is like now after four weeks of fairly intense involvement and different configurations and discovering all sorts of ways you can be mobile against the floor even when it feels like the floor is uh, presenting a certain objective reality that you can't do much about. How do your legs rest? The length of your back? Your arms? And whenever you're ready, you can roll to your side and come up to sit and stand. And take this experience for a little walk.